since when has enthusiasm been part of this podcast? I I think that you should find uh, the Enemy Slime podcast episode number one eighteen your number one source for enthusiasm. Uh, we like all kinds of stuff. We like everything, and we're here to tell you how much we like it. And I'm your usual host, Jared, and I'm joined today by Mr. J. Joseph Jr. I'm here. And Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. We truly are the Enemy Land Podcast, episode 118. Mr. Mikhail Mahoney. <laughs> I don't remember us liking anything. And uh, I think I think we determined that Doug was on call tonight. Uh, so uh, on not on this call, but a different on call. call. On a call. Um, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. We have a uh, we have a wonderful podcast episode show thing laid out for you. And uh, why don't we get started with rumors? We should. I like rumors. You did guys. You, did you hear who's gay? <laughs> I don't. Do we? Have, is it? Do you have a follow okay. up for that? Listen, I heard. I was hoping someone would tell me. I heard that Doug told me something that he heard from Jason. Which mm-hmm. what did Jason, he hear? Got from Lucio. Oh. Who it was originally whispered to by Michael who heard it from Jared. Um, oh. Jared supposedly heard it from me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's pretty deep shit. Is this about who's gay? Oh, I'm just sharing my rumors. Because I think I know what I think I know who you're talking about if that's the if that's the chain. Okay, who do you think I'm talking about? I'm pretty sure that we're talking all about the same person, Shigeru Miyamoto. I, I mean, I'm right. surprised, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> he's so happy. He's the yeah. happiest. He's the happiest fucker you ever gonna see. Like this man made a game out of like gardening. That's pretty gay. Yeah, he's like, I love being in the garden so much. I'm gonna make a <laughs> game about it. Just loves going to the garden and getting plowed by dudes. And I'm going to call it Pikmin. Uh, off to a great start. The Pikmin oh. do look pretty phallic. Whoa, it's a pretty it depraved is, garden. It is exhausting being that enthusiastic. Let's go back to just normal. Okay, there we go. Um, uh, uh, guys, so uh, uh, I want to clarify, this is 100% rumor right now. Uh, uh, but but um, uh, Nikkei, is it Nikkei? Nikkei. Nikkei. Nikkei, the uh, Japanese business uh, website, has uh, reported that Nintendo will cease production on the Wii U by the end of the year and shift all production to their new system, the NX, uh, which we still don't know anything about. Uh, If you'll recall, the last thing that we heard about it was that it was not meant to be a replacement for the Wii U uh, core system, which is what you have to say. I mean, you have to say that before Christmas of 2015, uh, if you want to survive it. Um, but here we are uh, with the NX looming on the horizon and the possibility of the Wii U going away. My question to you guys, how do, do you feel bad? Are you sad? Are you going to miss it? I'm kind of sad I spent money on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm extraordinarily happy I didn't spend money on it. Didn't you um, feel bad about spending money on it before it was going away? I mean, I, I like what the console has and... I think it was just mismanaged. I think it, it had potential to be... Like, he, there's nothing wrong with the console itself. He's, no. not you. he's not you, Michael, seething with rage that he bought the Xbox One. I mean, th- th- it has games, which is more than I can say for the Xbox One. That's true. It does um, have a game. I mean, we read that. We read <laughs> that. Three. Uh, 
We read that article about Quantum Break, right? Coming out at 720p, and they had that sick burn in there that said, even the Wii U can regularly achieve 1080p with 60 frames per second. That's what. That's another thing. Like technically, I think it's the best console, like in terms of of performance. And sure. I don't know what it is always downscale and shit, but like I haven't had like any frame drops in any other Nintendo games. Well, yeah, I, I think that's less to do with the uh, A plus hardware and more to do with just a developer who. Uh, I don't care what I mean. I don't have anything else to compare it to, so I don't know what it's for. I just know what I experienced. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Like Call of Duty probably runs like shit on it compared to. Uh, the PlayStation or the Xbox. I would guess. I don't know. I never bought a Call of Duty on the Wii U. I, why would anyone do that? Exactly. What a horrible idea that is. Uh, what about the second screen? Do you guys th- are you gonna miss it? Are you gonna are you gonna oh. be sad that that's gone? I'm, I'm what is that? You, you keep saying you guys, but it's only you and Lucio. Well, I guess that's true. I oh, I guess guys. we're guys. Yeah, we're guys. Do us You're guys? Guy. I'm talking about us guys. He's addressing one guy. Well, no, I'm talking about us guys now. So, do us guys? Are we gonna miss the? Are we gonna miss the the second screen? I don't know. Maybe. No. Okay, I, I guess I do know. No, <laughs> we're fine without it. And when has when has one of um, Nintendo's wacky little peripheral additions to their systems work for anyone? So here's here's I guess my question is, what are they going to do next? Do you think? Uh, you see, now you're flying through it too fast. Can we just like have a console? They just need to go back to making playing cards. Oh yeah, <laughs> like just ha- just idea. Hanafuda again. Just yeah, back to that. Oh my god! Go back to the fundamentals. Ever, have you guys ever tried playing Hanafuda? I have yeah, not. I would not ass- intuitive. Yeah, I would assume it's, that Michael has. It's it's. I I think it's the most confusing thing in the world. Really, Japanese card games in general just. I don't know. You have to like go to a, a college for it. <laughs> is it is a Hanafuda deck really that different from like a like an American oh, yes. bicycle? How many cards are do we I, do we know anything? What do we know? What information do we have? Um, when can I buy one? <laughs> uh, there's like a cherry blossom card and like goldfish and oh cool. forty eight. There are forty eight cards. Is there a black lotus? Uh, no, I don't think it's a black. And is if it? so, how much know, is it worth? We're, we're missing the point here. Okay. What's the point? Are we? Well, the point is that. <laughs> We're, they're starting to like try to push a, a new console because it's not the only rumor, right? We have the PlayStation 4.5 and the Xbox at upgradable bullshit. Right, all of which are still right, so in the is, rumor this, phase. That right. was that. That was my point earlier today. This is true. I, I think Lucio, was it you that said something about are they trying to push a next generation of consoles already? Yeah. And I said no. They're trying to push. A five generation of consoles, which is worse. It's not a full new generation. It's like it's like a slight upgrade to everything that we have right now. I mean, the Wii U is what four years old. I mean, you know, yeah, but the last generation lasted us what like seven years. Well, yeah, but that's kind of abnormal. I think if you look at the the past prior yeah, to that, maybe I think that the last generation really overstayed its welcome, and it's why we have so many games in that generation, especially towards the end, that like right. are barely right. running on it and are just like begging to be taken out back and shot, like Far Cry Three. And <laughs> I don't know if you, I played Far Cry Three on an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, and I mean, I mean, I don't know, it's, it's terrible. I don't know that I agree with you. I, I, I think, I think, um, I honestly, yeah, for 
for first of all, when we were talking about the Wii U, my my thing with it was it was looking very appetizing for a moment because it had Splatoon, um, Xenoblade, and Mario Maker all as immediate follow ups. I'm like, if the, if the console keeps going on this course, I'll, I'll probably get one. It's, it's starting to look pretty good. Um, and then just went away. And I feel like in the entire time that I own my Wii, it was worth maybe, if I'm being generous, like three games. Um, that would be Smash Brothers, you know, uh, the first Xenoblade, and um, and Shattered Memories, Silent Hill. I, every other game that I played on it, I could have gotten for another console easily. And I felt like that was a waste of money. Um, I did have an Xbox uh, 360, and that red ringed on me. And I was in college at the time. And I couldn't be bothered replacing it. I was busy with all my studies. You know, really only the PlayStation 3 lasted me in that generation. I felt like that was the only really strong investment of the generation. And the fact that it went on seven years, by the end of the seven years, there was still stuff I was playing for it. We had um, uh, Deus Ex. You know, we had the Assassin's Creed's when they were still... Bye, Jay. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, there, was, uh, oh, you're back. there was some good stuff on it. Let's see... Uh, and the thing with the old, like, I never felt like the the old generation was kind of finished. Like, it felt like they tried to push the other consoles on. I don't know. The seventh generation was weird. It felt like it never really got its like its stride. This is this is this is the weird thing that I felt about generations of consoles. And you guys can tell me if you disagree, but I I feel like the. Each prior generation of consoles is at its best right at the end of it because that's when people really start pushing the hardware and when people are at the end of their like longest development cycles and that's when you get some really golden games out of it. Um, you know, Super Nintendo is a, a good thing to cite because at the end of the Super Nintendo, you had Chrono Trigger that was out towards the end of its lifespan, um, and I feel like that was generally the case with each generation aside from the last generation of games. I felt like they hit a, an obvious plateau, mm-hmm. um, and then the generation came after it, the generation that we have now, and I feel I don't I don't feel like it was like a massive upgrade to the last generation. It feels like a very minor upgrade. Yeah, exactly. And I think we're at the point where technology just hits like diminishing returns, and there's just not a lot new that they can do about it, especially with how oh, sorry how fast um, the um, you know technology is advancing for PC. Yeah, isn't that right. the case that we just we can't get that much better of a console without paying like eight to twelve hundred dollars for it? I don't know. I mean, it, it's kind of debatable. Um, it's it's always you, you. Well, I don't know. I was gonna say you could say it's always been that way, but you're good uh, at debating yourself. I'm gonna just I'm gonna <laughs> debate myself. I don't even know what I have to say about it, but uh, it, it's always gonna right, be Jared, like that. All where the hard, they all the hard issues they're gonna right periodically now. outpace themselves back and <laughs> the, forth. The, like debate yourself on this one. Okay. Um, what is <laughs> what is going? What is the next game that Nintendo should focus on? Is it Metroid or Zelda? Like just as a franchise? Yes. N- Nintendo. Do you want me to? Here, I'll fix Nintendo right now. Are you ready? Here we go. Okay. Go we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and stop making those Wii U's because obviously nobody wants that. Uh, <laughs> they sold twelve million of them across a four year period, which is pathetic. Like you may as well have just not done anything. Just stay at home. Uh, and so what we're going to do is we're going to take Zelda for Wii U and we're going to put it on the NX 
Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be exclusive. Maybe we can launch both simultaneously, like they did with Twilight Princess back in the day. Uh, maybe maybe push it up by a month and then release it on the Wii U, uh, you know, a month later or something like that. Uh, and then release that, and it's going to be a console that has a box that plugs into your TV and a controller with all the expected buttons. <laughs> and... Uh, you maybe you ape a little bit from the Steam controller, and you put two paddles on the back on the on the handles, because uh, those are pretty slick. And uh, and there you go, you did it. And you you put really competitive graphics hardware in it uh, that can actually play you know games. Some kind I of don't, game. I don't I don't hear anything that like that's like a touch screen or like a magic wand. You wave, wave at the screen or a glove you wear in your hand. See, I don't think you should do any of that. Um, but you guys saw I linked earlier to the Schlang Super Seat, and if Nintendo releases their next console as that, I won't be surprised at all. I'll be like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Bring back the activator. I... Virtual Boy 2. Ooh. And, and that's, that's no, pretty scary too, right? Because like, VR is the thing, right? So <laughs> that's in, it's entirely plausible that that's what the NX is instead of a thing, follow-up all, console. All Nintendo needs to do is they need to woo the third-party developers back. That's yeah, all. Sure. Because I mean, you know, you, you you have a, a console where you can play all the games, and you can play all the Nintendo games. So we like, I want that one, that one, that one. <laughs> I mean, that's that is true. That's pretty tough yeah. to argue with. The only thing that I think they're still really behind on uh, that would stop me from saying like, oh, I can just have one console now, is uh, their their entire online and friends social yeah. platform, basically. Because yeah. uh, that's a fucking mess, and it doesn't matter no, how many no, times no, they is. try to clean it up. It actually, every time they try to fix it up, it makes it worse. Like, uh, it's can just, I call somebody a faggot on the Wii yet? It's a nightmare. Ah, uh, on the Wii or the Wii U? We, uh, whatever. Sure, the Wii U. Yeah, I mean the, the the pad has voice chat in it, so yes, mm-hmm. you could do that. Uh, I should have bought one. It's not going to work great, but <laughs> it's pretty close. Nobody has called me a faggot yet in the Wii. I don't. I don't know if any game actually like has it turned on by default. I feel like you have to go pretty out of your way uh, to talk to somebody on that console. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, they're they're just they're not even remotely hitting even close to that target. Uh, they're years behind in, in yeah. that regard. Uh, so I don't think that their next console could do that. But I do think that they could go a long way if they got back to basics. And I think Nintendo can subsist on making just their own franchises and just keeping it first party, I think they can totally do that. But the trick there is you have to actually make the first party games <laughs> that people want. Yeah, stop fucking making Tower Defense, Star Fox. Federation Force. You have to act like you give a shit and be well, like, oh, here you go, guys. Have a Metroid game. Hey, hey, all day long I've listened to you guys up on the cross being like, my console only has three games. I have an Xbox One. Do you know how what I would do for three whole games worth playing? I mean, there's Peggle. I point. Peggle 2, I think. Shut the fuck up, Jared. It's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know if Are that's you saying exclusive. that you don't want to get Quantum Break for your Xbox One? Well, you, you can have it on the PC. Or I could just not play it. Or you could do that. <laughs> He's got a lot of good options. Uh, are you guys? Are you guys not pumped for Quantum Break? I, Is that the sense I'm getting? I don't. I don't really. Uh, I. It's so weird because 
I don't know a lot about it. Like I've seen some gameplay footage, I guess, but I'm not super clear on what it is or what's happening. And yeah, I feel like, and, and I, I'm not like intentionally calling you out, but I feel like when they released the first trailer for that game, you were pretty excited about it. I don't think so. I think I might have been. I mean, I think it was excited to have something to use his Xbox with. Do we? Do we have a tape to play back? I don't know. I. I don't think uh, we, we. We have too many years of a of a Facebook chat to play yeah, back. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, I don't even know. I don't even you know, know if we were doing like the podcast at the time. Yeah, as you say, refresh my memory. Wasn't this supposed to be like an Xbox One release game? It was. Yeah. It was announced pretty early on, but it's a lot like Alan Wake, where uh, it was announced. Who's that? Uh, it was a. It was a game. So, because 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 Jared and I actually talked about this a little bit, and um, my problem with Remedy is this: like, if you look at Remedy, they've only done six games. You could you could stretch it and say it's like eight, but one's a remake and one's an iOS game. So they only have like six games in their in their repertoire. It's like um, Death Rally. It's the Alan Wake games. Oh yeah, one one of those games is a DLC: Alan Wake American Nightmare, uh, mm. Quantum Break. And it's not really like the end of the Max Payne. It's Max Payne 1 and 2. Um, it's not really like a deep history. And the games that they make are really good. But it feels like they just have this nasty thing where they don't finish it. And they announced this scheme for releasing Quantum Break that just worries me even more. Like, I was really into Alan Wake. I thought it had a great narrative. Um, and then it's just, you know, the first game didn't really end. It was kind of a to-be-continued thing. Um, and you could tell they built this world that they really wanted to explore more of and that they go a lot of places with. Um, and they just kind of unceremoniously, um, sorry, unceremoniously dropped it. And their plan with Quantum Break worries me. And I think I'll let Jared explain that plan. Well, I mean, so like this is a developer who released a game that literally ends with, like you said, to be continued. And so for them to then say like, oh, Quantum Break has a television tie-in. <laughs> I mean, you know who's great at To Be Continued is serialized television. I, I told Jay this, I, I, and I'm, I'm formally saying it on the podcast here. Um, Alan Wake was uh, five years. It took them five years to make it. And I don't know if you guys remember, but like I was looking forward to Alan Wake quite a bit. And, yeah, so was I. And I remember waiting a real fucking long time for it delay after delay after delay uh and i don't think it was necessarily because they were running into problems i think it's just because they're remedy and like that's just how they work <laughs> and um quantum break has been made in three years like when i heard it was coming out next month i didn't think that was true I was like, <laughs> that can't be right it's it's only been three years what's happening what's going on so I'm putting my money down right now and saying that this game is going to be like the Order 1886 short. Uh, I do not believe that Quantum Break will be longer than five hours. So he believes five hours. I, I think it'll at least go for 12. Like like what? Alan Wake went almost 18, I think 12. I feel like Jared is naive thinking he's going to get a full five hours out of an <laughs> Xbox game. <laughs> Okay, well, that's where I'm putting my chips is in five hours. Now, I guess maybe we should decide on a question, which is, do those five hours include the television show? Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I'll bet you that it's five hours. Oh, do I want to bet with? I don't know. It's going to be like the, the Street Fighter five story mode. When you take out the cuts, it's going to be five minutes, five seconds. Of game that's three. what I'm saying is I think I think here's what I would say. I think that the core gameplay 
and like the game part will add up to five hours. Now, if the if the TV stuff is interspersed within it, I maybe that pads it out to be longer than that. Um, so let's let, let's think about. Can I comment that I fucking hate that idea? Let's let's talk about all the really great and in depth and life changing. Um, cross-platform ideas like this, the cross-video game television ideas. So let's, let's, let's I mean, it has a rich and storied so, history of success. But, let, let's, so we have, the most recent one before Quantum Break is, of course, The Division. And I'm sure everyone here watched The Division tie-in short and love that one, right? Yes. Were in prison danger? I was thrilled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Air Force One. No, it's not about, even Tom Clancy. <laughs> Get off my plane. What about what about this is this is clearly the most successful one? But how about Defiance? Right. Ooh. Yeah. Remember how everyone loves Defiance so much? Where Liam Neeson gets his daughter back? No, that's ta- what? <laughs> how do you even? <laughs> you defied the Russians. I, Michael, I can't tell where like shtick ends and like honest, real beliefs <laughs> begin. Sometimes this is all real. So you guys, at, you guys at least like Doc Hat slash, right? Can you name a show that's airing on God, television right now? I I bought into like no Doc <laughs> slash thing when it came out. Oh yeah, Dot Hack. That's that's still on, right? No, Dot Hack is not still. On. <laughs> well, shit. And I remember like I remember like I bought into it like wholesale because I was like fucking twelve and then fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> and man, I realized really early on it's like, okay, they're gonna release like four games, so that's already you know about two hundred dollars, so, and then they're gonna release like a comic and a TV show. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go over everything that Dot Hack did by memory. Uh, just the first run. I'm not gonna bother with the second run. So by memory, Dot Hack did four games you were supposed to buy, and I intended to buy all four. I only bought the first one. I never got the. Yeah, other me three. too. Uh, yeah, but that's, it's... that's the other thing. That's the other thing. It's like you, you buy the first game, right? You you buy into this whole thing. You read the comics. You watch the anime. The first game comes out and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but also keep right. keep in mind this is a Japanese game. So those like you you don't know what shilling is compared to the Japanese. Like if you exactly. think Minecraft is fucking no, making because a... Minecraft's the only. Well, yeah, Minecraft yeah, is like, actually really bad at that. <laughs> well, well, Minecraft evolved over time too, right? It wasn't like they didn't just come with this crazy plan out the blue that like uh, Dot Hack did. That yeah, yeah but I think, right. I'm saying this because the Japanese have an industry. You get all of the updates for free. So uh, you only okay, that's a good point. Once, yeah. Am yeah, I the only person who had nothing to do with Dot Hack? You probably are because I, I, I never I, played it or watched I, it. I, but I, I was super excited for it all the same. <laughs> it was like the biggest disappointment of like that generation. But it was, it was, it was, the, it was, the, it was the four games. You had the, the TV and there were two anime. There was the TV anime, and then there was the original animated video, which took place in the real world. And here's the thing: each one was completely new characters, so characters might look the same because the concept is that it's an MMO. Um, you know, and they'll have slightly different color themes and all that kind of stuff but they're all they're all different characters across platforms you had the 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 tv show um the four video games you had the manga adaptation of i I think it was the game but then you had a manga that took place as a sequel to the game it took place after the events of the four games 
but um, it was with the same character. It was it people that they, it was people it was, that they gave their accounts to. No, they didn't give the accounts to. They won them in a contest. In the there manga. we go. Uh, there it in is. In the manga, they won them in a contest. Um, there was the original animated video, uh, which was real-world events that were happening at the same time of the game. It was all sorts of crazy stuff, like earthquakes and all that. Um, I'm not even sure that's the total first run, but that's all I remember. That's all I'm going to bother remembering. And then, and then they kept trying to repeat it. Uh, you know, they came up, they came out with another three games later on that I, I paid zero attention to. Yeah, they got, here's the thing, right? Novels. So, so, oh, there's a the novel. Thing, that's right. right. There was a light novel. There right. were a lot of novels. <laughs> here's the thing, right? So they released the, the anime. When you watch the entire anime, and then the games come out, and you're like, I don't know who any of these fucking people are. <laughs> <laughs> God, and the thing is, like back in back in high school, I was super excited about all of this, and now I would rather like jam a sharpened pencil at my dick hole. So what you're all saying is you're super excited for what Quantum Break is doing. Yes, I'm so on, on board with this. <laughs> right, well, let's take a second here, and uh, I do want to give Defiance a round of applause. For uh, making it to 38 episodes before being canceled. Oh, uh, wow. That's actually... I think that's pretty impressive, actually. But uh, at the same time, the bar's not set very high on Sci-Fi Channel. The developer has announced a major update to the game as well, which is being promoted as Season 4. Oh. Huh. So so the, the uh, that's got to be a first, where a TV show season was continued, uh, like got another season in video game format. Like, Can you imagine if... like hannibal got canceled and then they're like oh don't worry it's gonna be continued in hannibal the video game is hannibal a tv show yes oh my god yeah, yes it's <laughs> a tv show I, I i only know one person who watched you actually Defiance. actually you know what michael this is fucked up because for a guy who loves eating people <laughs> as much as you you should be you should be like the number one hannibal fan Okay, so to confirm, it's about Hannibal Lecter and not Hannibal of Carthage. It is a TV show about it's Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter, Lecter, and they uh, adapted every book except for... Well, I guess they didn't adapt Hannibal or Silence of the Lambs, but they did adapt Red Dragon. Well, Red Dragon was pretty good. And it was fucking great. It was a good show, and it got canceled, and I would love for it to be continued in a video game. So let's make that happen, America. Well, huh. see, and I only know one person who watches Defiance, and it's my dad. And I'm not sure that he would be happy about trying to continue that in an in MMO. I think he, I think he should. <laughs> no, it should be a puzzle game. A puzzle game. So, so which which uh, video game property would your guys guy likes to see continuous a TV show? None of them. Um, no, you have to name one. I have to like I have to throw one into With a Mark volcano. Wahlberg? What's that? With Mark With Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg as Max Payne. Yeah. No, I would I would take someone else as Max Payne. Okay. You know, it would it could never happen in a way that would be satisfying, but I think you could do something cool with Silent Hill. Maybe not as like a TV show, but oh, like maybe a, a mini show. series. Yeah. I thought for a minute you were gonna say The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could actually do something really cool with, with Silent Silent Hill as a TV show. Which reminds me, actually, I played this game, uh, Game of Thrones, and I thought that, actually, the whole time I was playing, I was like, you know, I'd really prefer this if it was just on TV. <laughs> I'd like to be the Claymation. You, you can't cheat. You have to name something. We, we both named something. Uh, I can't say Superman 64, because they made can Smallville. I, can I name something for you? Sure, yeah. 
You want a Final Fantasy TV show? Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Actually, that was going to be my answer. That was going to be your answer for real. Yeah. You know, you know what's actually, you, uh, you know what's actually better than it really has any joke. business uh, being. It's like the worst thing I could think of. The live action Halo <laughs> stuff. They've actually done an okay job with. Uh, like like forward unto dawn, and there was another one, and I can't think of the name of it. Um, but some of that stuff they actually did all right. Like I I could I could see you making something like that work. You actually came out. Uh yeah, <laughs> forward unto dawn is is uh it was bundled with Halo Four, I think. I I feel like we have three good answers and one bad answer. So Lucy, do you want to take another crack at this? So what can I what can make a good TV show? I don't know nothing. Ace Attorney. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in for that. But it has to be live so, action. So you basically, you basically yes. want a live action Law and Order, only there's magic and fortune tellers involved. He slams yes, his hand uh, on the bench uh, and, 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 and then no like toddlers, toddlers become women with enormous tits to make you uncomfortable. Oh yeah, and your boss becomes a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot all of this. I want the main yeah. character to point, and they have a, like a lot of action lines, even I mean, though it is live a, action. You have a strange relationship with the enemy prosecutor. Let's uh, uh let's let's cast this. Who who is Phoenix Wright? <laughs> it's uh, Zac Efron. Okay, perfect. We did it. Well, let's <laughs> great. Zac let's pack it in, guys. All set here. Uh, Maya. Nothing left to figure out here. I think Maya. I think that's about it though. Um, I'm, Who's uh, big titty boss? Um, Mia. It's me and Mia. Mia and Maya. Mia and Maya. He's gonna understand. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Uh, you know, you know, what's not ripe to be adapted to anything ever is anything to do with Street Fighter. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I think Machinima disagrees with you. Hey, just, the original OAV was. No, no, no. I have a. I, I I pitched something to Jay, but he didn't like it, which is to make a. Basically, a making a murder, mocking, mockumentary featuring a trial on Bison. Yeah. With all the stupid bullshit that Street Fighter has in its in its lore. Uh huh. But uh, Jay didn't want to do it. I'm gonna go with no. <laughs> uh, how about uh, can we can we can we cast Matthew Fox as Miles Edgeworth? Sure, I don't see why not. He was already a pretty great racer X. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see why he wouldn't translate well to another villain role. And, you know, when Macy Williams doesn't have anything to do, she can play Maya. That's true. Uh, you know what I might watch if it was a TV show? Uh, her Story. Uh, Isn't Her Story basically a TV show already? Kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, kind almost, of it. it's yeah, almost already like been done. But, but like, how would you do that as a TV show? You couldn't adapt it straight from the game. I don't know, but I think there might be something cool there where you could do like a like a split timeline kind of thing where like each episode think like a lost episode, right? Where half of it's on the Island and half of it's a flashback. You could do something like that where half of it is like a flashback oh, yeah. to their Quant- childhood. Quantico's doing that now. And Maybe like, he's trying to repeat their success. Yeah. So like half of it's telling the story of like them when they're kids. And then half of it's telling the story of like now when they're adults and people are being murdered. I don't know. Sure. Sure. I don't know. But you would have to do it. You would have to do it like this. You couldn't, you couldn't just do it. But Basically, you do it. This is this is the miniseries. If you do her story, it's the miniseries, right? And you have maybe four to eight episodes, um, and she's telling her story. And depending on what point in the timeline it is, 
that's when you flash back to that particular episode. So you have one episode when they're kids. Um, you know, you have another episode when she's married and moved to the house, into the house. You have another episode when she's out playing her guitar at the bar, all that kind of stuff. All of them are different episodes, and they all work up to the greater mystery uh, at the end of the miniseries. Yeah, and maybe. her story, TV show. I mean, yeah, maybe. I pitch for a living. No, I think, I think you could... I think you could do something a little trickier with it. I think you could uh, kind of pulp fiction it and tell more of it out of order and maybe make it. Yeah, that's what's, that's what's so it, interesting in it, it is. in order, but, you know, I'm saying depending on well, what she is in telling the story. You described it in order. Um, I'm just saying. Sure. That, I'm just saying that part of what's part of the charm uh, of, of that narrative in that game is how jungle so it is. So the, the first episode will be her being a fucking escort into the police station how's that yeah i mean yeah that's how you start you do it like, all right you like, happy it's like breaking Good. bad style you know by the way lucio and michael i have no idea what we're talking about and i bet you half our podcast doesn't i well th- this was a great use of our time let's talk about uh <laughs> we're missing the the thing that should really be adapted into a movie okay this is the last one what is it metal gear solid oh man okay <laughs> hey one of these days by, we're gonna get there buddy Hader. Because David Hayter's been working on the screenplay for a while now. Yep. <laughs> how, how about... Okay, I, I have one more TV show. I think this one will actually work as a TV show. Okay, we'll just do this for the rest of the time. <laughs> I think Deus Ex Human Resources would work as a TV show. Like... like no, 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 no. But I actually resources? want... Yeah, Human, human resources, resources, where it's I, just I about a guy... <laughs> working in an office, like firing people and shit. No, yeah, but... So, so think fits. about it. Think, think about it. Adam Jensen... I didn't Adam ask for this there. W4. Adam, <laughs> <laughs> See, it's good already. Adam Jensen is out there, like, just kind of uh, pointlessly slaughtering minorities with bullets that shoot out of his nipples, right? And now you have a person in the human resources office who is just a nightmare for. It's like, you know, Jensen, you can't do this. You can't use your, your crazy hand thing to just twist a person's head off that's wrong well if we want it to be a true video game tie-in i think that you have to disregard as much as you can about the video game so it should really just be about a guy who works in human resources who has augmentations and people are wondering whether or not that's ethical and other human resources employees feel like it's unfair so, so maybe he's he can feed force with his mind it's set in the <laughs> 1940s and it's just a guy with a gun for an arm <laughs> Yeah. Who's trying to raise his two daughters by himself? Ooh, there With we his go. gun arm, and he, and he has so PTSD. Like, they'll, they'll, he has PTSD from the war. Right? They'll, they'll, come, they'll come. They'll come home from school, and they'll, they'll say like, "Dad, I need my uniform ironed for the morning." And Dad's trying to iron his uniform, and bang! There goes the gun. He shoots a hole in the uniform. Daddy, shot you my shot my skirt again. And now he has a wacky adventure where he has to find a new skirt that color before 8 a.m. the next day. I like, I like go the, to the Sadie Hawkins dance. I like this gun hand man show. What else can we put in it? <laughs> I, it's not Deus Ex anymore. It's just gun hand man. So, <laughs> it's going to be fully branded as Deus Ex. <laughs> Single father gun hand man. <laughs> and, then, and then they're going to make a video game tie into it. Oh. It's going to uh, be gun hand Well, yeah, it has, it has to be canceled and then continued in video game. Well, I know what I know what the, the season of the video game is. Uh, Gunhand Man uses loses their pet cat, and he has to go hunting it around the neighborhood. There you go. That's an accident waiting to happen. 
the match three puzzle game episodic releases. <laughs> oh no, Tabby! I didn't mean to do that. I was just trying to fetch you. <laughs> oh and he has no! To replace Tabby oh. before his girls get home. Yeah, there we go. But he replaces Tabby with a similar cat, but the cat doesn't know all the tricks that Tabby used to know. <laughs> so they catch on, and then he teach. Then he just has to tell them that the only reason he did this was because he loved them so much. <laughs> And they understand. Well, well, he could get, and he that could he get, never he asked get, for this. He could, get, he could get the old Tabby, the Tabby that he shot. He could get that Tabby an augmentation, too, and also get him a gun. Oh, off. yeah. And he buries it in the cemetery behind his house, and then a few days later, it comes back to life. Ooh. What Stephen like King story do we want to see a video game show. adaptation of? I kind of show has already jumped the show. I kind of like, uh, like Cujo as like a clock story kind of thing where you're always running from Cujo. <laughs> Clock story, <laughs> clock tower is what I meant. You know, <laughs> clock story, my favorite game. Yeah, just like every you open a door and like there's Cujo, and so you gotta slam the door and run away and climb up a flagpole or whatever. How do you? How do they get away from Cujo in the book? They just hide in the car until. Does the dog just die? I don't know. Isn't that how the mist goes too? They just hide in a car until, <laughs> until the mist leaves, and they're like, ah, good thing that mist is gone. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly how it goes. Well, not in the movie, but in the book, I'm pretty sure things just work out fine. Yes, that's, that's, Stephen, nice. that's, that's Stephen King's hallmark. Things working out just fine. Yeah, no, I'm pretty... No, this is a thing. <laughs> I want an adaptation of Misery that's a Souls-like game. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, every time you die, you get hobbled instead of having your health cut? No, you're going to start out hobbled and you just have to keep fighting the nurse. But every yeah, time you get a nurse. little stronger. I got what he, I got what he meant. All right. I mean, really? <laughs> I did. Yeah, he picked up on that immediately. I don't think I, don't think I was going for something. What's that, uh, what's that book that he wrote where the guy goes back in time to stop JFK from being assassinated? Let's, let's, time machine. Let's, yeah, the time machine. Uh, did he actually do that? Did I mean, he write the time machine? It's not no, the not time. the time machine. That's H.G. Wells. But. Yeah, no. No, it's just... Oh, is it? No. oh you might be right. right. I think you're not. I think you're right. I think it's Wells. It's just a, it, it is oh. Wells. Um, it, <laughs> no, but it, it's just a date. Uh, Stephen King, Kennedy. Uh, what's it called? It's called eleven twenty two sixty three. This is this is what you. This is, I think I think we need a fire starter video game. Hmm. Okay. All right. Give me a Or the Running Man. Or wait. <laughs> if he's got to Google this, that's just to carry. Huh? Well, hold on, I got to make carry because this. Okay, so okay, uh, carry sounds game. carry sounds pretty good. That could be like Galarian's kind of. This is okay. well, this is this is what you do. The first level, um, you know, you're carry, and she's finding out where her period is for the first time. <laughs> follow follow the red train. <laughs> oh, like that level in Max Payne. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> With the All right, baby never mind. Crying. We already had a video game adaptation of the Lawnmower Man. Oh yeah, yeah, we did actually for Super Nintendo. Wait, yes. Is it a video game adaptation of the movie? That's an adaptation. Wait, was <laughs> Lawnmower Man a Stephen King book? Yes, but it's no. about him. Oh, oh my God, you! All right. I don't think anyone here actually knows what Stephen King wrote. <laughs> oh my God, it is. Yeah, so he puts out like he puts out like a million things a year. How about Joyland? It's it's a short story about a guy who hires a man to mow his lawn, but he brings like a machine that mows the lawn and just follows it and like eats the clippings. 
And then I think he eats the guy. Oh, yeah. And then you have the movie The Lawnmower Man. When the police arrive, they conclude that Parquet was murdered and dismembered by a schizophrenic sex maniac. As they leave, I would like. <laughs> as they leave, the scent of freshly cut grass hangs strongly in the air. This doesn't sound anything like The Lawnmower Man. This is, this is the Stephen King novel I want to adapt it into a video game. What's that? A Song of Fire and Ice. Oh, that's the that's actually some of his best work. Is the Song of Fire and Ice, and you know what? If you're gonna do that, you should do the whole Dark Tower trilogy. Funny enough, it is being adapted into a book. It's uh, it's called Sonic Fire and Ice, and uh, it got delayed, but it is coming out now. So, uh, well, not now, but like this year, I believe it should be available. So prepare your bodies for Sonic of Fire and Ice. Well, Michael already made the Green Mile video game. Yeah, that's, that's right. I did, and it was great. <laughs> All right, should we should we talk about anything else? <laughs> no, I'm supposed. I think we should ride this train. Should we just ride this train and see where it takes us? How about that? I, I I feel like I'm the only person here that read Joyland, but I think that should be a video game. I don't I don't know that I'm familiar with that one. Was it a porno? Uh, it's about a kid. I think he said he he has to work at a as a carny at a carnival. Um. That's basically it. That's a lot of the book. Here's a question. What what piece of work do you think adapts the worst into a video game? Like, just maybe even <laughs> and, isn't Anything possible. Stephen King. <laughs> like a genre or a, I don't, a specific like, piece of work? Like a, a specific piece, um, but uh, but it can be anything. A movie, uh, a music, an anything. Because uh, hmm. <laughs> I'm ready to put forth Gravity's Rainbow. <laughs> Or uh, what else is it? Slaughterhouse Five? Excellent lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would nominate Edward Hopper's Nighthawks. There we go. <laughs> now, although although if someone wants to make a video game out of that, I will chill for it so hard. Okay, there you go. So if you guys are if you indie devs sitting at home being like, oh, what do I make a video game out of today? Nighthawks. <laughs> have we have we ever had a Captain Planet video game? Ah, uh, that seems like something that they shouldn't have missed. God, we must have, <laughs> right? Um, like I feel like it has, but I, I don't remember it. I like, don't. I, I, I don't it feels like it should have, but I don't remember one. Yep, on the NES. What uh, about what about yeah. Bucky O'Hare? Did he have a video game? A couple, I think. This Man. looks nothing like I would expect a Cap- Captain Planet video game to look like. Oh yeah, look at that. He did have a video game. Oh yeah, Bucky O'Hare had one. Shit, man, I forgot about Bucky O'Hare. Why is I don't understand? I don't understand why Captain Planet and the Planeteers is um a space shooter. I don't know, man. That, that, that seems like something it shouldn't be. Just back then, there were only like four genres, so they just had to <laughs> you know pick the closest one. Well, it's like look, you 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 select one of the Planeteers, right? You select uh, I don't know, Kwame or yeah, Derek, <laughs> one of them. Um, it, you know, and you take the ring, and then you 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 walk around through New York City and wherever other stupid places they've been, and you use the ring. You know, you see someone dropping a piece of litter on the ground, and then you use your ring to set them on fire. Death. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. What about the? F- I like I like this game. What about the Fountainhead <laughs> or Atlas Shrugged? <laughs> Bioshock. Do you think those could become video games? No. Uh- 
Bioshock, I mean, Bioshock is not good enough. <laughs> he's right, though. They actually got he quite a right. bit further than you think you could. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> they mined a little bit more out of there than one might expect. Well, let's take it one step further. Animal Farm, the video. Animal oh. Farm, the MMO. <laughs> there we go. Animal Farm, MMO. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to do Animal Farm, why not also do Lord of the Flies MMO? Yeah. Oh man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, we have we have that already. Rust. I was gonna say that's, rust, that's yeah. just rust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just make uh, all they just, you're, not, you're, not, you're not children in rust. They just maybe, yeah, stayed yeah, on the island a little longer. Yeah. No, they do need to patch in kids. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of the people are children when they get on voice chat. Right. <laughs> you faggot! I'll kill you. I'll um, get you. Stay away from my base. I think actually you could probably make a pretty cool horror RPG with House of Leaves. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe you could you do that. Do like, yeah, actually, could. man, you, you could do, do like some real cool. classics like Wuthering Heights. <laughs> <laughs> would you be able to marry Heathcliff? Or would you have <laughs> be left wanting an old spinster? <laughs> no, that's the game I want to be the souls like. Oh, what about Hagar the Horrible? <laughs> Do you, guys, has do you guys realize that he has no video games? That's, That's terrible. Weird. Oh my god. Just reskin Call of Duty and make a Beetle Bailey game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I would I would pay money to see Beetle Bailey sync up with Riley. It's about time he fucking killed somebody. He's been in the army for like 90 years. <laughs> How many wars has he been through? <laughs> When did, did do they still make is Beetle Bailey still a thing that's being written? <laughs> oh my god, it is. You could still read Beetle Bailey today. Wow. How many? Oh man. See, I I I linked this the other day, and I don't. I or I asked this question, and I don't think anyone answered me. Um, and I asked if anyone had read or watched the television special, or read the comic for uh, Garfield, His Nine Lives. No. I'm familiar with it as being really fucked. Doesn't he kill a woman? Yeah, yes, it's really fucked up. He kill, he goes and one of them, um, he remembers kind of his like primal ancestry, and it happens in a, in a really weird way. And then he kills this elderly woman that he's that's his owner in that life. That's one hmm. of his lives. Um, God, I don't remember the book, the comic that that much, but I remember I remember. Um, <laughs> A couple of them from the TV show, right? And a lot of them are like really whimsical. So it's like, oh, here's Garfield as a Viking, and it's Garfield the cat making lasagna jokes when he's a Viking. But there are others that are really fucking, fucking weird, right? Um, Makes so sense. There, there's one like where Garfield was this kitten on a farm, and his master, um, his owner, whatever, she was like this little girl, and she was learning to play the piano, and the cat loved her playing the piano, all this kind of stuff. And the girl, you know, she grows up. She goes to college, she gets married, and she comes back for this this, this kitten that's now like a, an, an elderly cat and takes her with her to the city. And the girl plays the piano um, for this cat, and while the cat's listening to the music, she dies. Um, so I think that would be, make a good video game. That's the soul's like. <laughs> here's, here's a question. Maybe one of you can tell me. Okay. What yes. the f- what the fuck is Mary Worth about? What makes you think we read Mary Worth? Oh, Isn't I it just, about women getting their periods? I'm just wondering if anybody knows what it, what in God's name it is. It's always in the comics ever since I was a kid, 
And it's not funny. It's never been funny ever. Like, there's not a joke in Mary Worth. Well, I think I think Comedy Circus should be the soul's like. Even no, 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 Doosbury. <laughs> I'm late to work again. You, you know why restored. Because like the Souls gave Doosbury has like an entire like forty years worth of backstory that apparently you can follow. <laughs> but nobody cares because it's all in three panels. Um how about how about a Kathy? Souls like. Oh, and you know what the other thing about Mary Worth is, is it's also <laughs> It's also fucking long. Every single one of them's three rows. That's three comics that could have been there telling jokes instead of this <laughs> instead of this old woman who's just t- bossing people around. They're like, "Mary, Mary, my husband cheated on me." And she's like, "I I'll tell you what to do. You got to just eat this Werner original. Be, <laughs> you got to suck that down. Then you won't even think about your husband." I right, look like it's a good uh some Mary Worth comics. So this is Mary and her friend washing the dishes. Her friend says, the money sounds good, Mary, but what about the risk? And I don't mean mouth breathers with garlic breath. Um, Mary says, listen, I take care of my um, hostesses. And our guest says, how? Mary Worth says, there's a person I'd like you to meet arriving shortly. (laughs) That's the end of the comic. Oh, boy. Can't wait to see what happens tomorrow (laughs) on Mary Worth. Boy, it could be anything. I actually think uh, if if the only thing worse is fucking Judge Parker. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Judge, yeah, that's, he's uh, like he's like Mary Worth, except a lawyer. <laughs> Why can't we talk about the good Sunday comics like Zits or Luann? Didn't, didn't didn't that capture all your teenage angst? You know what's weird too about Sunday comics is they've all like changed their names. So like, I don't know if you remember Ernie. But now it's the Piranha Club, and then uh, I didn't know the Piranha Club and Ernie were the same thing. <laughs> yeah, no, they're the same. I mean, they're, it's different now because it's not about Ernie anymore. It's about his creeper uncle who like steals tips from restaurants and stuff. Um, really? Yeah, no, all of this is true. Everything that I've just told you is true. I think yeah. I think Luann is called something else now. Um, so whatever it's called now, and then. Uh, what about Funky Winker Bean? All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, yeah, I was like they, wondering what the fuck. <laughs> they need to start putting Spawn in the Sunday comics. <laughs> Someplace where I, I don't have to buy a separate dude. publication to read it, but I can still was, keep up with what he's doing. When was the last time you read comics? Man, Spawn was always getting into trouble. You guys remember when he gave that divorcee some advice? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's definitely not something I remember from Spawn. Do you guys remember the Spawn motion picture in 1997? I do. I blocked out as much of it as possible. Was Spawn always black or is he just black in that movie? No, he was always black. Cool. (laughs) I believe Todd McFarlane wanted to do a black Spider-Man and they told him no, so he left to make Spawn. Oh, there you go. And now here I, we are with a black Spider-Man. I remember really not liking Spawn as a kid because uh, the movie specifically because he doesn't spend enough time being Spawn. Like he's always just Michael J. White with a fucked up face. The Spawn well, movie's awful. And it's like I don't want to see had, that. I want to see Spawn. Spawn had all types of tie-ins, but Witchblade didn't have nearly enough. Oh man, there's that fat clown so, guy. 
I, I remember when when the HBO spawn came out and I was like, wow, by the quality of the animation. Have you tried going back and watching that? <laughs> no, should I not? Because I remember I, it being pretty sick. Yeah, don't the, the, the animation hasn't held up. It's not the actual show. The actual, the show is good, but the animation is like wow. That's not. So, so what? What do the people watch? People watch Aeon Flux. Oh God. <laughs> what, what about the Max? Did I remember the Max? <laughs> do you remember the head? I remember the head. I was yeah. so confused oh. with you. But... Max Headroom? But when I started watching, oh, no, 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 there's the Max, and then there's the Head. These are all I was so confused with uh, Aeon Flux when when I was uh, when I started watching it because my dumbass like brain wanted to kind of put it in, in context. And oh, yeah. yeah. It's just like it doesn't. Nah. Ah, uh, who was? So there was there was like no story to the original Aeon Flux, right? Who was right, that? Who was in the movie? Basically. There was uh, a movie. There was a movie that. No, but that who was? The movie it? was pretty good. I liked. The movie Charlize was actually, actually not bad. Oh yeah, it is Charlize Theron. That's fucking weird. Oh man, don't I get any credit for knowing that? Yeah, no, that's actually pretty impressive. Yeah, you get some. You get some credit. There you go. You got Thank one. You. Can you name any other movie with Charlize Theron? <laughs> She's one of the biggest stars of our time. Any movie. One. Anything. Anything. Was she the lady in Gone with the Wind? Oh, nope. It would seem no. Um, remake? You could have said Mighty Joe Young. Which is what? It's a movie about a big gorilla. <laughs> I mean, King yeah, Kong. No, Mighty Joe Young. He's a big gorilla, but he's like... <laughs> right, he's, King Kong. No, he's lovable. King Kong <laughs> King Kong was evil. Mighty Joe Young's a nice no, guy. Well, he was misunderstood. We all love King Kong. We realize that we were the monsters. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Marco. That's not the mo- the morals of King Kong. Is the King Kong is a bad, bad monkey? No, <laughs> no. He's, always, he's not like Mighty Joe Young, who's a sweetheart and just wants to be nice to everyone. No, we shot him off of the Empire State Building because we're the real beast. Right. He, well, why was he up there? He shouldn't have been up there. Well, he had to take Charlize Theron somewhere. I mean, if the police tell you not to do something, don't do it. You can't do it and then be mad when that you when you get shot. No, King no, Kong. it's about racism, man. <laughs> oh God. We're getting it. We shot the black man because he kidnapped the white woman. It's, we're the monsters. Uh, up, don't shoot. We did it. We made the connection. I knew we could do it. Oh, oh if we man. were all in the same room, I'd high five you guys. King Kong, King Kong was pretty good, but uh, it would have been a lot better if he fought Godzilla. Okay, you're right. Didn't that happen? At one point, yeah. Well, what you guys don't understand is that. King Kong gives you flashbacks to the division. Oh wow, Aeon Flux movie actually got really low scores. You know what's interesting? I admit, I, I admit just remembering Aeon um, Charlize was hot in that suit. I was actually hot. I was actually really surprised when you guys said it was good because I remember it being uh, an offense to God. But oh, it was, it was all right. What it did very well is it pretty much ignored like, <laughs> everything with, having to do with. Uh, to be, to be fair, I, I'm also uh, I get it mixed up with ultraviolet a lot. Yeah, ultraviolet. Oh, ultraviolet. Was awful. Uh, Jesus Christ! And I, in fact, so much so that when Michael said Charlie's there, and I almost put up a fight and tried to claim that it was uh, Mila, uh, Mila Jehovah's Witness or whatever. <laughs> Jehovah Witness. Mila Jehovah Witness. We saw our pussy. In, um, in, in ultraviolet. No, in Resident Evil. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You did. You you saw her coochie in there. I feel like I remember pausing that in like high school. It was, it was like, a super like, big, big deal thing at the time too. It was like, a, oh man, you could see her stuff. 
It's like a huge deal. So yeah, I guess I can understand why you thought that was Aeon Flux. You can pretty much see her genitals in every shot. Yeah, oh, and Aeon Flux? Yeah, damn. I, oh yeah. I just remember that a fly lands on her eye and I didn't like that. Well, who would? <laughs> I guess she does. She seems fine with it. Yeah, she, I mean, she's supposed to be the badass who doesn't give a shit. Yeah, but when you have flies in your eyes, it's pretty much your dad, not the <laughs> That's just an old saying. When you have flies <laughs> in your eyes, it's pretty much your dad. It's just like grandma used to say while she rocked back and forth in her chair. <laughs> With flies in her eyes. That's the advice that Mary Worth used to give all of her most trusted friends. <laughs> Mary, should I go back to teaching? Well, if you got flies in your eyes. <laughs> Trevor, good child. I suppose Damn. so. I was, I was going to suggest that we have um, a girl with a dragon tattoo video game, but then I remember Watch Dogs came out. Oh yeah, and it turned out. <laughs> and that went, and that went okay, as everybody knows. <laughs> okay, let's see. What's what what Trogi's there on it? What, do you recognize any of these names, Michael? How about Children of the Corn Three: Urban Harvest? I know you watched that one. I remember the book, he Children knows, of the Corn. He knows Children of the Corn. You, you remember Children of the Corn? You remember the, specifically the book, Children of the Corn 3, Urban Harvest? Yes, that's the one. What about <laughs> what about Astro Boy? The the manga? No, the movie. It's a movie now. There was a movie? Yeah, it's starring yeah, Charlize Theron. Sure, why Wait, not? Was she, was she in that? She's the narrator. Oh, I didn't know that. What about um, uh, what, what about uh, the, the Mighty Joe Young <laughs> or the Legend of Bagger Vance? How about the Devil's Advocate? You haven't seen the, the Devil's Advocate. What about the Astronaut's Wife? Was the Devil's Advocate the Keanu Reeves movie? Uh, yeah. Is it? Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. If, uh, two thumbs up. Yeah, and Al Pacino. Sure. Isn't Al Pacino, Pacino the Devil? Yeah. In the movie? In the movie? Or is that like a twist? Yeah. No, feel, in real life. You guys, isn't... You guys are talking about Constantine. That was Charlize Theron? What about, what about Reindeer Games? Yeah, that was going to be the next one I said. I don't yeah, think... No Reindeer Games. I don't think Al Pacino played the devil in that one. <laughs> what no. about the Italian job? Yeah, but you know what's in the Italian job or Charlize Theron? Was that Pacino the devil in the Italian job? He'd like her to give him an Italian uh, job. (laughs) (laughs) How about Hancock? Yeah, what about Hancock? You you love Hancock. He does love cock. Wait, everyone asks. Okay, Michael wants to take a shot. Want to guess what Hancock is about? Yeah, actually, let's do that. It's about a guy who says a lot of things. Hey, no, 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 wait. Hey, should, should Lucio let Michael take the let's, shot? What, let's, give him, about? let's give him one hint, which is that it stars Will Smith. <laughs> uh, let's see. Stars Will Smith, huh? Yeah. Actually, should we show him the cover? Yeah, show him the cover of Hancock. Okay, hey, okay hang All on, right. hang on, hang on. Let me pull it up. Hancock poster. And then you tell me what you think Hancock is about. <laughs> uh, should I show him? Here, I'm going to show him this one because this one has Charlize Theron on the poster. Uh, oh, yeah, this is a... Is this the one where he's a golfing guy? That's... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, there you go. I just, I just sent the link. Hancock. Oh, what do you think Hancock's about? 
Is this the Matrix? <laughs> okay. There we go. Black, the Black the Matrix. Okay, Black Matrix. <laughs> Black the Matrix. <laughs> Black Matrix. Okay, well, there you go. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, the Matrix. Yeah, I would. I would like. Oh, it's the one where he's a superhero. Ah, uh, thank you. Yes, thank you. You did it. I Congratulations! Like you won. You won a prize. Charles Theron's the bad guy. She's not the bad guy. Yeah, she is. No, she's not. Uh, pretty sure she is. She's not. I. Who's... Did you watch the movie? Doesn't she make him cut his hair? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the biblical story of Samson. Pretty sure it's the biblical story of Hancock. She, she's, she, she's not okay. This, this is the story of Hancock. She's the bad guy. Hancock and and Mary, which is who Charlize plays, she plays a woman named Mary. Um, they're actually like ancient gods, and the Greeks worship them and whatnot, right? Um. And the thing is, all the gods started to hook up with one another, and they found that as they hooked up. They became mortal, you know, so 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 Charlize and Will, uh, Hancock and Murray were in love basically for thousands of years or whatever. Sometime in, they're the last pair of the gods, sometime in, I guess it was like the 1920s or something, uh, they go to a bo- boxing match and um, Hancock, you know, is, is cold clocked. He's knocked out. He loses all his memories. And Mary, for whatever reason... Abandons him. I forget. I forget what her reasons are. She abandons him because uh, that way he will get his mm. powers back, and then he will survive the hit. Because she's right. the bad guy. Oh uh, yeah, that's no, that's 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 what it was. It's it's, it's you know he would have died if she stayed with him. So she runs away. He grows up, not knowing his. I mean, he, he continues on not knowing his past and not having these super powers. He goes ahead and abuses it, and the next time that he sees Mary, who is now married to this guy who's um, some big advertising guy who can't get a job. Um, <clears throat> you know, he sees her, uh, he, he actually, Hancock actually saves this guy's life, this guy invites him home, uh, Hancock and Mary meet again, Hancock sees Mary, and he's like, wow, this is a beautiful woman, um, you know, he doesn't care that his it's his wife's best friend, he wants to fuck her, whatever, and Mary just wants him to go, yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. get out of my life, I have a different life now, etc., and finally she explains to him why they can't be together, why, why a white woman can't be together with a black man, um, not only because it's not right, but because, you know, they'll kill each other, they're close to each other. So and the that's the lesson guy, of Hancock. Oh, and don't forget, there's this there's a subplot where he helps Kevin James learn how to pick up women. <laughs> there's there's a, a part in the... Basically, what happens in the film is there's this one criminal that he sends to jail. The criminal there um, hardens. He creates some major bank robbery plan. And the criminals, for the whole rest of the movie, they just keep plotting on how to kill Hancock. And they eventually become successful for whatever reason. I think Mary and Hancock begin to give in to the killings, whatever. Um, and, you know, they use this opportunity to go ahead and take Hancock down. And I think both of them are involved in some kind of accident or something. It's been a while. My memory's a little fuzzy. Both of them are involved in some kind of accident. Um, they both end up in the hospital and as the criminals come in to finish them off, uh, you know, big Willie Hancock, he realizes he has to get as far away from her as possible in order to keep, you know, his former lover alive. And he tries to escape the hospital, but no, she's not the bad guy. She's just kind of twisted up 
in all this nonsense. I don't and think that so. was a film adaptation of Stephen King's Needful Things. <laughs> I don't think I saw Hancock, now that you've described it to me. I think I, I think I saw something else and just thought it was Hancock. Yeah, I don't was think... It, are, were you thinking of Prometheus? No. Men in Black? No, it's none of those. I'll think of it later. Men in Black 2? This poster sure does make it look great, though. <laughs> I'm... I'm almost a little sad that Jay saved me the time of having to see it. Uh, I, I spared you. Rush Hour. Oh, yeah. This looks like Rush Hour 3. He was the guy from Rush Hour, right? The Chinese guy? Yeah. he's he, Will Smith is Jackie Chan. How did you know? I feel like so she's now, the bad guy. Now we're in the same room together, duh. When is... Huh. I, feel like, I feel like she's the bad guy in Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh, yeah. She's, yeah. she's the bad guy there. And in, and in Monster... Monster. Yeah, <laughs> she's the black guy. Was he a black? Was he the black guy in the Star Wars movies? <laughs> yeah, he's John Bodega. Boyega. Yeah, John Bodega. <laughs> uh, good for him. Uh, hey, what? Oh my God, we're oh, over hey, the hour. Hey, good news. Good news. Good news, guys. There actually was a day on Flux video game based on the Shalice Thurum movie. Okay, there we go. That's a really positive thing to end on. <laughs> should, uh, we should track it down and play it for the site. <laughs> Aeon Flux movie game. Let's check this out. What, what was I, it IGN on? gave it a 7.8. Wow, it must be horrible. Oh, this, <laughs> this cover. Oh, man. Wow, how could you not play that? Uh, yeah, who wouldn't want to? Completed in 2005, but there's two games prior that both failed. Uh, to to be finished, um, uses the same engine as Blood Rain Two, ah. which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Oh, I don't think so. Uh oh man. I don't remember Blood Rain being particularly bad. Wow, her her character model looks really not correctly proportioned. <laughs> Do you remember Aeon Flux? <laughs> well, in the movie, since she's a real person, you know. Um, this isn't Jerry a lot harder than the Aeon Flux from the. From it, it's not like the wrong proportions. It just looks like her spine is snapped out of place and her torso is too far from her bottom half. Good God, the Aeon Flux woman is like more ribcage than even boob. Yeah, uh, yeah she, they were all it, super um, anorexic, super tall anorexic in that thing. And she's supposed to be super hot too, which is like, what the fuck? I mean, <laughs> she was hot by the standards of the artwork. This is fucking weird. I'm just look, looking at Google Image Search now. But but the the podcast right now. Flops. Yeah, no, this is a great podcast, and uh, yeah. we're, <laughs> probably our best yet. We're past the hour, Lucio. Uh, Lucio. How, about, how about here's a, here's a here's an Flux for you. Here's a, here's an Anflux image for you. I'm looking in the chat, not in the not in the. Podcast. I, I appreciate that. There you go. Take a look. Take a peek at that. All right, let's have let's have a peek at that. Lucio, oh man, that's pretty good boy. That's <laughs> a... why don't you tell me about uh, why don't you tell me about uh, Moon Hunters in ten words or less? <laughs> Are you going to talk about video games? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, tell. <laughs> how do you like it? Uh, I like it, but. Probably not for reasons that will appeal to a lot of people. Oh, okay. So, well, that's good, though. 
I don't know. I feel like I need more time to explain this. Okay, well, then you're already over your ten words. We'll save it for next. I know, week. right? <laughs> are you close? That a long time. Are, are you, you close failed? to beating it? How close are you? Oh, I already beat it like five times. Okay, because oh, you have wow. to you have to play it like multiple times to see everything, right? right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Is it that short? Like how how long is a? It's is like a about forty five minutes to a playthrough. Yeah, but it's really? meant, it's meant to be played through several yeah. times because it's it's like different every time. So like the, the stupid promotional like material they send us that says like. Diablo meets Zelda, which makes me think that these people haven't played any video games because it's like Secret of Mana meets Binding of Isaac. Uh, that's, you know, that kind of. Uh, it's a very like action y RPG type of combat system with mm-hmm. a procedurally generated uh, unlocking system that every time you play it, you unlock new things that carry over to the next game. Okay. Uh, and the procedural generation is actually well done in the sense that. Things aren't completely random, so you know what to expect in certain parts based on what appears. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so the way, would you? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So the crux of the game is that you are one of these four heroes. You can look more later on, but you start with four. So you're one of these four heroes that is looking for the moon because the moon has disappeared. And based on what you do, you gain like this reputation so you know if you uh are walking around and you meet um you know a person who asks for help and you help them and you earn um this reputation as compassionate or you know if you um you know meet a talking crowd i promise you riches if you give them your soul and you do it then you get the reputation as foolish stuff like that the reputation works in, in, in several ways. So the, the most obvious way that it works is that it opens and closes, like, options when you're playing. So, for example, you know, you might be walking down, you know, a level and you see, like, a hut and you say, it's like, oh, only a foolish person would dare enter this hut right now. Stuff like that. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, yeah. Oh, oh, you, yeah, I was going to ask if there's any reason to play any kind of consequences up for, like, say... The nice guy, the good guy. If there's any reason to play like an asshole or an idiot or anything. There are. And the thing about the the reputations is that they're not necessarily negative. Like you can be have a foolish reputation, but having a foolish reputation then would open up, you know, certain story paths that you wouldn't otherwise be able to access. Mm-hmm. So based on, on what you do, um, you end up with this custom story that you get at the end of the game. So how a game goes is you have the, the brief like introductory scene. Uh, then you go into your village, you meet everybody. You do like your initial stuff to gain your initial reputation. Uh, then you have the like the scene where the moon leaves and you have to go look for it. And as it does. As it does. Oh, and so, then, so you're literally hunting the moon. You're literally hunting the moon. Nice. And, yeah, it's a very literal game. So, you you are thrown into this overworld, and then you have three days to find the moon. So, after the first level is cleared, um, this guy comes to you and he tells you, you know, you have to die. Um, you know, we are the sun cult, we kill the moon, and you have to die. Um, so, you have three days to find the moon. Now, you don't need to find, you don't have to find the moon. The game gives you hints as to where it is, and it took me a while to realize what the hints mean because I kind of like riddles. 
Is this like, is it like Dude, Where's My Car, where it's just like behind another car or something? <laughs> it's in whoa, 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 you spoiled it. There it is, it's over there behind that tree. Like you go on a big adventure and then you find out yeah, the moon was there. Thanks the for those time. of us that haven't seen Dude, Where's My Car yet. Oh yeah, sorry, that's the end of Dude, Where's My Car. <laughs> it, it, it was in your pocket all along, no. It was behind, <laughs> it was, it was behind another car. Oh, here it is, it was up so, my nose the whole time. So this guy comes and he does so that in three days he's going to kill you. So you have three days to go through different places and see if you can find the moon. The game gives you hints as to where it is, but it's kind of, um, it's not obvious, right? Is is the location randomly generated each time? The location is randomly generated each time, yeah. So you can't just remember where it is. This is kind of um, reminding me of, um, at least just, just by appearance, it kind of looks like Westerado. Yeah, I could see that comparison a little bit. <laughs> yeah. The, the art yeah, style looks very fair. similar, and I, I don't know if there's like a name for that, but there's something very appealing about that. I thought it was a great-looking game. That was one of the bigger reasons yeah. why I kind of picked up yeah. on it. Like, looking at it, like, I, I want to play it because it looks cool. Um, so anyway, you so you, then you go through... You have different places where you can go. And each level has different encounters that you will get. So, you know, you might... If you go into the river, you might find this mermaid that either kidnaps you or you can, you know, uh, seduce and stuff like that. Um, And through all of those actions, you gain different reputations. So then you get to the final boss and you either... Depends on the choices that you made, you know, different things happen. And you get one of the different endings that are available. So if you don't find the moon, you get an ending... If you find it and you do one thing, you get another one, and so on. Oh, shit. So oh. there's probably a lot of endings in the game, then. There's four. Oh, well, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, what happens is, first of all, you unlock stuff, depending. So, you know, for example, there's this one quest that you can take that will give you the ability to talk to spirits, and then from then on, you always have the ability to talk to spirits. So they open up new things in future playthroughs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get like a little like history of your character, right? So it's like, oh, you know, uh, Lucius' character did this, and so he was known through the lands as, you know, a, a very brave person, and you know, he met a girl from this village that he married, and whatever. Well, it's pretty cool that way. The problem with the game is that the actual gameplay isn't very interesting. It's very easy to become very overpowered very fast. Mm, okay. Um, and this is just not, it's just not very complex. Um, so you start off fairly weak, but after a few levels, you will be like unstoppable. Like there've been times when I killed the final boss pretty much immediately. <laughs> no, no, like you meet the final boss, like completely relevant if you, if you up, you know, upgrade your character well enough. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of upgrading choices to make, so it's not like, you know, it's not like the Binding of Isaac, for example, where there are builds that are completely overpowered, but running into those builds is is hard. Um, so this game is, pretty is, much is a, I'm, I'm trying to understand, is it a kind of like Chrono Trigger where, depending on how strong you are, you can go for the final boss right away? No, it's not. Okay. So you will be, I mean, I guess what you, you can always not upgrade. But um, if you play the game and you like upgrade your stats by the end of the f- by the time you get to the end, you will pretty much be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. 
so you know, it's I guess it's fine. It's just kind of I don't know. There's it feels like I'm forcing myself to go through the gameplay rather than you know it being a fun part of the game. If that makes sense. No, kind of yeah, like you have to get, get through that. it to see what happens. Right, exactly. So it's like, oh, you know, oh, I have to kill all these monsters so I can get to the next area where I have to make a choice that will affect my reputation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's kind of what I'm feeling with Salt and Sanctuary, where I'm more just in seeing the areas than just doing the chores they put in front of me. Yeah, exactly. That's a good way to put it. It's a chore, right? So yeah. combat is a chore. Uh, navigation is a chore. There aren't really any puzzles in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one, but then they give you the answer pretty quickly. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, and and this, the answer is the same every playthrough. So, <laughs> so, it's a puzzle you only need to solve once. So do you think overall you'd recommend it, or is it just kind of heavily with qualifications, it sounds like? It's very heavily with qualifications. Yeah. Like if you like right. so, the idea of the story part of it sounds interesting to you, then you'll probably love it. But if you're looking for something so, that's very heavily um, you know, gameplay-driven, then it's, you're going to hate it. Okay. Speaking speaking of story, you said you said something that it was kind, of, it was kind of interesting that it was based strongly in Sumerian myth. Yes, it is very strongly in Sumerian myth. So, so like, yeah, an example. So, for example, one of your characters is Enkidu, which is um, you know Gilgamesh's friend from the myths of Gilgamesh. You also get to kill Namamba, which is the giant from the Sumerian myths. Um. One of the endings is you found the rook, which is the first city. Cool. Wow. That's kind of that's kind of cool. So yeah, and, and so is it, is it is it then is it supposed to be a complete? I guess I guess when you say it's like the Sumerian myth part, is it supposed to be? I, I guess um, a high fantasy, completely original world that just borrows from these elements, or is it just is it supposed to be like grounded in our? Reality, like oh, this is no, too cool. It's definitely now. a high fantasy. Okay. When you uh, when you kill a bomba, does he look more like Richie Valens or Lou Diamond <laughs> Phillips? <laughs> uh, I don't know who those people look like, but okay. Now Gilgamesh is the guy from Final Fantasy, right? Right. We yes. all know Gilgamesh. That's where the Super Yams got him. We play Final Fantasy, and they were like, "We're gonna make this guy a god." He shows up after Odin gets cut in half. Uh, he's got some cool swords. I can see why you make him a god. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, the Bamba's uh, got it, a pretty it, sick axe. That's part of the part that I like about um, about the game. Is, you know, Sumerian myths, I feel... So, so the Sumerian mythology is grounded on basically a society that lived in um, a river valley that would pretty much flood unpredictably. So right. their gods were very cruel and capricious, and um, their myths were very cruel and capricious too. So it's always been a very like interesting mythology to me, and it's something that I feel a lot of games haven't really taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it's interesting to see a game looking into it and and using it, you know, as, as the basis for the world. I mean, that's pretty cool. It is, a, it is yeah. kind of an untapped... It's not like everyone flocking to, say, 
Lovecraft or the Bible, right? Those are always the first right. two things people go to when they're making video games. It's like, oh, I'm going to be completely original. I'm going to adapt like the Bible. I'm going to be completely original. I'm going to adapt Lovecraft. No one's seen this before. No one's done it in a video game. And everyone does it. But like something like Sumerian Myth, that's something that you don't see every day. Exactly. You might actually, if you got lucky, see like maybe the Roman myths. Right, right. Or like maybe some Greek myths, but you know, anything other than that is pretty rare. Okay. So the game that I can think of that actually used Sumerian myths was Persona Three. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a good example. Persona Persona is pretty good at reaching into mythos and religions no one really explores. Yeah. So Lucio, despite your warnings, I do find my interest here kind of peaked. But you said each playthrough lasts about forty-five minutes, and there's yeah. like four endings. Mm-hmm. But okay, you can so, play it a lot of times. Okay, because I was going to say, this game is like $15, and that seems like a lot for... Oh, is it actually only 15 bucks? I thought it was higher. Like, I'm so used to every indie being higher these days, like going for the highest possible. No, actually, I, I, think, bucks I, is worth. I think it was on sale when we picked it up. I think it was only like 13 That's That's not that's not too bad, actually. So is it worth like 15 bucks? would you say? I would say yeah. it's worth 15 bucks if you're interested in the story aspect. If you're looking for gameplay, then don't get close to it. I mean, you can kind of sell me on the story and on the way that it sounds like it unfolds. It does sound pretty interesting. And okay, I'm, yeah, I guess that's a better question. Is There are four endings, but there are multiple ways to get to those endings, so... Yeah, and there's multiple adventures that you can get to it, oh, so... Oh, it's, it's pr- probably worth mentioning it has co-op as well. Yeah, it does. Is it is hmm. it, like, a real co-op? <laughs> I, I mean, sure so. Yeah, like, I don't know that it's gonna be, like, a, a substantial MMO kind of, like, this isn't the Division, but, like, you can both get in the game and run around together. I don't know what right. bearing that has on the story or how that works, but what's the largest man instance I can go into? So I, I did play co-op with a friend of mine. It was local co-op. Oh, cool! And um, it worked pretty well. Like each of you get to make their own choices, and you each get your own. Oh. Um, your own like reputations. That's pretty nice. And that's is it up oh. to four players? Hmm. How many people? I would it's assume. Four players. Yeah. Okay. So all four players can play. So if you guys get it, I will be more than happy to play with you guys. That might be something to do. It's actually kind of interesting. I like uh, like the sound of that. All right, well, there you go. Like I said, despite all of my warnings, I am enjoying it enormously, and I play it a lot. Yeah, I I see you've been in it quite a bit, so, I mean, that's good. So, you know, don't think that... Don't don't get discouraged just because I said that the gameplay isn't very good. Uh, I am enjoying it a lot. Cool. All right. Okay. Good to know. It's probably going to be a three, to be honest. All right. Well, I'm going to save. Uh, <laughs> gonna, hey, hey, a three, is, a three is average. It's an average. A three, a three is average. Hey, at this point, three is a three, exemplary. A three is the most average score you can give a video game. I'm, I've actually handed out a lot of fours this year. I'm thinking that uh, the game that I have is also a three, but I'll save talking about it until next week. And what game did you have? Uh, I've been playing Deadbolt. Um, Are you sure you're going to be able to talk about Deadbolt? when you have quantum break ahead of you oh yeah it's here i can actually i can just tell you about deadbolt right now it's watch how fast i can do this okay deadbolt is like uh it's a it's like a combination of gunpoint and hotline miami so the layout like a horrible combination it's it's the layout and like level structure of gunpoint uh and it is the soundtrack and one hit death uh situation for hotline miami um, 
the problem is gunpoint was charming because of the the funny writing <laughs> and the jumping mechanic and then the crazy hacking mechanic where you changed wiring around and stuff like that and deadbolt has none of that um I would say the most charming thing in Deadbolt is you can climb inside vents, and if somebody's on a toilet, when you come up and burst out, they'll explode in a bloody explosion. Oh, oh that's great. Awesome. It sounds like it sounds a lot like the experience that you had is a lot like how I felt with Ronan. That like you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Why? It's people... always a problem. It's always a problem. Like when, when I, I when I feel like someone comes up with something fresh and new in video games, and then everyone just rushes to copy that formula. Why are people pooping in vents? That's actually my big question. The toilets just connect to the air vent. I don't understand. <laughs> but uh, it, I it mean, just... why are you why are you questioning? <laughs> are you a building inspector? I mean, it, there are parts of it that I that I really like, and there are times where I've had a lot of fun with it. But it is. Um, it's just a little too imprecise, and the thing is, is like because you die in one hit, it's asking for a lot of precision. But uh, the AI is really unreliable and will do completely different things in the exact same situations that you put it through. And so, like, I'll have one way figured out to clear a room uh, without alerting everyone else, and then the second time I do it, even if I do it the exact same way, I'll find that it alerts everybody else in in the building. And uh, I don't get it. I don't understand. It's not super clear when people can see you. It's not super clear when people can hear you. And both of those are things that I feel like you really need to know in a stealth game. Oh yeah, for sure. So um, hmm. I feel like I kind of feel like what you're what you're describing a little bit is a lot of what I'm experiencing in playing Salt and Sanctuary. In that, uh, um. There's just nothing like you want your AI to be smart, right? But you also want a level of predictability to it. Like you want to be able to um, tell where this pattern is going to lead you. And, and I, I think a little bit of the fun in playing games and, and, and solving a game is kind of in the in the pattern recognition. It's a little bit of a puzzle, right? It's it's almost like working out a puzzle, especially with a stealth game. Maybe. I mean, um, I mean that's the thing is no- like. In intelligence is consistent, right? If I yeah. if I put one hand in front of you with a five dollar bill in it, and another <laughs> hand in front of you with a hundred dollar bill in it, and I say which one do you want, Jay? I can predict that you want the hundred dollar bill, uh, right. and, and you're going to want it every time. <laughs> so that's well, it's, hey, it's not a lot I, of fun if you have one guard who has really good hearing and just hears you from across the the map. But it just feels arbitrary. Like sometimes I open up the door and I and I headshot the guy in the room. And the whole upstairs loses their shit and comes after yeah, me. And, but yeah. other other times, <laughs> I, I, I open up the door and I headshot the guy, and it's like nobody even noticed. They're like, "Nah." Oh, Nick's head exploded. I, I, I can say I'm, feel, I'm, I'm feeling the same, same the exact way. thing that Jared is feeling in Salt and Sanctuary because the AI is the same way. Where it, even if you if, even if it does the same types of things, even if you do you do the same types of things, you can repeat the same action 100 times and then get like a hundred different responses, and it doesn't. You know, it doesn't feel right to me. It doesn't feel like smart design. It feels like if I play a, a, a Soulsborne game, that has that kind of smart design, right? I can I can I can kind of know where the enemies are going to go, and then that challenges me. Like if I fuck up, then it's my fault. Um, but with Jared's kind of feeling like if he fucks up and he's using the same tactic, um, you know, and the and the AI goes nuts and they spot him and they kill him. It's like, well, okay, I worked that out as the solution before, so why isn't it working now? That's just feels like sloppy design right and i i feel like this is a game that should just be like it should it should kind of be solvable to a degree 
Like right. I, I should just be able to figure out like this is the best way to go through and, and do it. Um, and there's just too many cases where it's inconsistent and it, and it just doesn't add up the same. And uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that that's my issue with that. And so, I mean, it's good. It, there's a lot of times where it works pretty well. And the early levels I have a lot of fun with. Uh, but you get to this like middle section of the game where it really ramps up the difficulty. And by the end of the game, there's some even worse stuff like enemies can be revived or resurrected. And I, I'm finding that to be really obnoxious. And, that is that does sound obnoxious. Um, so I don't know. I'm I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of at a point where I'm like, you know, no, we're good. Like this was enough of this. I I I, I definitely feel like it's been a problem in in some recent indie games I played where they just kind of. <laughs> You know what it feels like? It feels like kind of the, the early, and I guess this is fair because it, it feels like the early days of garage video game design where, um, you know, companies are really small and, and your games are being made like five person teams and things like that. And you would you'd be playing a game and no matter how fun it was, you would always get to this like frustrating part where uh, maybe the enemy got stuck in an AI pattern or, or maybe they uh, just, just did uh, this, this kind of damage without resetting uh, their patterning and re- without resetting their damage, and it would just throw you off the game. Like it would, you would, you would say, "Fuck this shit! This is too frustrating. I can't deal with this sloppy design." Um, and I feel like a lot of indies are kind of in that place right now, where it's it, they just don't. It, it just needs a little, it needs a slight tweak, right? It, it's not like it's a major deal, and I think that's the big problem with it. Um, yeah. It just needs to be finished. Yeah, it so, just needs to be finished. And by the way, Moon Hunters has that problem too. Not necessarily in the AI, but there's like a lot of little details that are sloppy. Like there's like a skill description, for example, that's in Russian. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like stuff like that. It's not nothing is game breaking, and there's no, it's not even like AI issues. It's just small like little details that are sloppy that you know kind of should be fixed. Yeah, yeah, that that, that kind of distracted. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's it's it's. I feel like they should. You you can blame them for not catching that one. Yeah. Uh, well, and and it's like, because <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe maybe you guys can tell me if you've experienced this, right? Yes. Um, dead, dead ball. <laughs> dead, dead ball. Dead ball sounds like it's kind of a simpler game. Um, Moon Hunters might be a more complex game, but I feel like that. The indies kind of their 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 tightness depends on the focus, right? If they're really focused, then they know what they want to do. They know their their kind of primary mechanics, and they're so to speak kind of smaller games. And the systems are generally tighter because all they're doing is looking at those systems and they're just tightening them up. Like they're 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 taking the wrench to the bolts and making sure that just is really solid. And on these other games with kind of a bigger scope. Um, there are less and less elements that that work to it. So, like the flame and the flood and uh, Count Lucanor, um, both Butch and working on the reviews, they feel like games that they had a specific mission statement. They had a specific way they wanted things to work. If you look at every competing system, it's really not all that much. It's all kind of balanced and um, everything kind of makes sense. And then you know, I look at some of the other endings that I'm playing right now, and it's clear that the developers wanted to to do a lot with very little. Um, and I feel like that damages a little bit um, what they're going after. You know, keep it simple. Yeah. Scope curve is definitely an issue with this kind of games. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to uh, I want to dedicate 
this rambling, incoherent podcast uh, to the memory of Mayor Rob Ford. Uh, rest in <laughs> rest in peace, Rob. Uh, we, I, I had someone else to dedicate. Flame that burns twice as bright. <laughs> I, I wanted to. I wanted to. I want, well, we forgot to give a shout out to our main. Correct flame. It's better to burn out than fade away. Am I right? <laughs> who? Who? All right, Jay. Who's your shout out to? River the dog. Oh, that's right, River the dog. Who? Uh, congratulations to River, who recently won uh, the pre- most prestigious award in all of dog existence. <laughs> Which is best dog in a video game uh, for his role as dog meat in uh, Fallout 4. So apparently he actually won this award in, Jan- award in January, but but this was just now announcing it. He acted the shit what? out of that part, and uh, he's earned every... He, what the fuck are you talking about? He was definitely the least... <laughs> he was definitely the least annoying companion. Are you on dog meat, the, the no. dog that The dog that plays dog meat got an award. What's Dog his name? He's in a video game. What's his name? Pickles? River. River. River is his name. <laughs> Good job, River. I'd like you a lot more if you were named Pickles. Work on that. <laughs> All right. It's not up to River. <laughs> <laughs> well, I understand that. So this message goes out to River's owner. Uh, fix your dog. You did it wrong. You Love like the Enemy Slam podcast. Uh, we'll, we'll, of course, be back next week with... More of this, I guess. You sure? With more merry war. <laughs> if you more enjoyed, if you enjoyed our podcast today, uh, go find the nearest newspaper and take your scissors and cut out the Mary Worth comic and just tear that into pieces for me. And then, if you, <laughs> if if everybody, if everybody did that to one newspaper in a stand waiting to be purchased, we could rid the world of Mary Worth. So, uh, just just consider that. So anyway, I think, uh, I think that we've more than overstayed our time here. If you enjoyed this podcast, there are plenty more like them. Shame on you. There are plenty more like them at enemyslime.com. You can subscribe to us on, uh, iTunes or any of your other favorite podcast services. Uh, and please do check us out on Facebook and Twitter. We are at the enemy slime on both of those services. And uh, on behalf of all of us, thank you, and uh, we're out.